0: Hey, everybody, it's a dog's life with Angela Ardolino, and I'm
1: joined here with Carter Easler. Hi who there. He's our uh, director of education and outreach for CBD dog health. Do uh, I have apple breath? I'm really sorry.
2: I love apple breath.
1: Okay, good. Because <laughs> it might be coffee and apple breath, so I apologize. But we have to get really close so we sound good on the so podcast. So that we get
2: these nice really? deep tones,
1: and that everything's really, really clear.
2: We can have our own ASMR channel here.
1: The dogs grunting and growling. <laughs> As you can see, me and Carter like to have a good time when we're uh, on the podcast together. So we started this little kind of wrap-up because we create this content, which is usually has a ton of questions after we put it out. And and what we love about this opportunity is that we get to kind of go, oh, yeah, we forgot to mention that, or we forgot right. to talk about that, and let's answer some of the questions. So This week um, we released um, my flea and tick video, um, which right now we're in May in Florida, and um, I think this happens pretty much all over the country. But as it warms up and spring happens, there's a lot of allergies. um, Those buggers
2: are excited; they're out there in force. Lots of fleas.
1: Lots of fleas. And what has happened twice now? I've lived here about 15 years now, and About 10 years ago, um, there was a flea outbreak and I remember this happening and none of the flea tick meds worked.
2: Right. Um, Why is that?
1: They become immune to it. They have to change it. Who the heck knows? They just, they just. Because they're basically
2: like internalized pesticides.
1: Exactly. And what happens is that, you know, there's no research or studies on this, but what happens is that vets get everybody coming back in and complaining that they gave them, you know, the medication Mm -hmm. and it didn't work. Um, I own a grooming and boarding salon, as most of you know. So I also get it all the time. We'll go, we found fleas or your dog, or they know they brought the dog in to get fixed for fleas. Right. And they go, I don't understand. We gave them the medication. So it even happened to one of my employees at the shop. And when he went back to the vet and said, what do I do? They said, give her another dose. This is a six pound.
2: Are you serious?
1: Eight year old miniature schnauzer. Oh my gosh. And they're, they're, what they said is give her another,
2: Yeah, give
1: her another. And I'm pretty sure he uses uh, triflexes. It's already
2: crazy to me that we're giving these animals chemicals that are supposed to kill another living being and just having them eat it as a supplement and to give them more to give them just another dose especially for a dog that's small i mean it's it's in those dogs that are really small that are at the most danger that like like with over vaccination i mean that's a hot topic but you like one thing we understand is like they're giving the same doses to these tiny dogs yep. as large dogs and these little bodies just can't handle it just no. like they can't handle dehydration for no, just
1: like babies can't handle yeah. things um, you know young dogs and babies and puppies don't have the blood brain barrier protection mm. that we have so the moment they're exposed to any chemical whether it's in our carpets or an air freshener or shampoo or flea and tick medication right. it goes right into their um, into their bloodstream and it has an effect on them mm. so it's very important. Um, we've been told this by some of our favorites holistic vets that fleas don't um, aren't attracted to animals that are um, don't have skin issues and who are healthy and eating mm-hmm. a fresh and raw diet. Um, we know that's not true because we have eleven dogs right now, and some of some of them the fleas don't touch. Others the fleas bite and leave, and they have you know, allergic reactions, but right. we can't find a flea. Um, and then there's what we have two, right. two that the fleas love.
2: Yeah. Blanche like, gets it hard. Oh white my gosh. and
1: light colored dogs get it. I don't blame Bad. them.
2: Her coat is so soft and fluffy. I would make a little bed in there for sure. <laughs> it is.
1: And it's hard. Well, look at patches has no, like right. has no hair yep. and they love her. Yeah. So it's funny. We're seeing like light colored and white dogs. That
2: Oh, that is true. I didn't even put that together.
1: Yeah. That urban myth about mm-hmm. that is definitely true.
2: But you're right. Also, like all it's, it's similar to what we say with all these different holistic modalities, every animal is so different and, Every animal has a different smell, a different chemical composure, a different biological kind of signature. So, of course, they're going to interact with other species and other, you know, vermin differently. Right.
1: And, you know, I look at the animals that do have reactions, um, like Jolene, for instance, who has been raw fed for a while and hasn't had any issues. Um, they still bite her. Mm. And she's allergic to the saliva. Right. Yeah. So they don't stay on her. They literally bite her and leave. Yep. Yep. And she goes crazy. But she gets
2: so red. So red because yeah. she just
1: eats her skin. Um, and then, you know, others, Blanche doesn't even move. And you go look and she's infested <laughs> with them. So. But
2: I love to cuddle with her. <laughs> <laughs> right. So,
1: yeah. You know, on the video, we showed people how to, A, even know that you have fleas. because. Right. Like Blanche, she doesn't even itch. Mm -hmm. Patches and Blanche who get them the most don't even itch. Mm You never see them scratching. It's crazy. Um, And I know that happens for other people. Yesterday at the shop, we had a Pomeranian that was so infested. But as you know, Mm. Pomeranians are so... Their hair is so thick. Yeah, it's very coarse. So until you see them scratching... Or see something, or one jumps on you, do you go, "Oh my god!" Right? Yep. So we show you how to do that. And
2: I think one of the other things that's kind of freaky about them is it's not just the fleas that you see; it's all of the eggs that they have laid, all of the larvae that you can't see that are way tinier, that are translucent, um, and those are also what you need to be concerned about getting rid of. Not just you can't just you know comb your dog over a couple times and get all the live fleas out, and then it's done. No, no, no. There's right.
1: and we get it. Yeah. It's a process. It's a lot of work. And giving them a pill and the fleas go away is extremely convenient. But what you don't know is later on in life when you're spending money at the vet trying to figure out why your dog has IBD or cancer, and you find out that it was because you gave them these flea and tick um, medications, you'll then it makes a difference. So mm. I get it. it. It ain't easy. I have 11 dogs I have a farm. I live on conservation. I'm surrounded by possums and raccoons. But you know what? I'm really glad that I don't give them the chemical uh, toxic flea meds because they wouldn't even have worked. Mm, So I've given them these insecticides and pesticides and it doesn't even work. And the worst part is that even, just it's just like cannabis medicine. Mm -hmm. So we know that whole plant, Extract from the flower is best. So mm-hmm. why isn't everybody doing that, right? Why do they cut? Right. So there's different reasons why they do that. So they did the same thing. Like they even took terpenes out of citrus fruit. That's also, some of them are in cannabis, like yeah. limonene. Yeah, And they took limonene and they took it out as an isolate. And then they make these chemicals that make it 10 times more powerful and super, like, so it's not even like they just take this one toxin. They then make other chemicals to make that toxin even more powerful and make it through the gut and all. So it's awful. They don't even know what those chemicals do. And now they've given limonene a bad name. Mm. Now limonene is toxic.
2: Yeah, in one way or another, it's like piney with pine salt. Pine exactly. salt is largely containing pine mm-hmm. and they, you know, they advertise that. What they don't advertise is all the other crap that's in there.
1: Exactly, or that, I love pine salt too. That it's not even. Um, that and that it's not pure pining, it's right, an isolated right. piling that's been pulled out. And who knows, you know, over pine salt is so popular. I bet right. back in the days it really was pure pining, exactly and it probably right, worked awesome right, awesome, It it's great. And they said, Hey, back in let's, the
2: 20s, when my grandma started using it, exactly. now it's still, it smells like grandma's house, but it's so uh, <laughs> they've
1: kept the smell, but they've added other things. So yep. now, pine salt. Uh, Um, is bad and a chemical that causes, you know, terrible reactions and people use it everywhere. And you look it up and they've given pinene, which is a terpene, a bad name. And you go, well, who cares? Well, what happens is then any essential oils that contain pinene, Mm. any cannabis, which cannabis has pinene in it, is given a bad name. And it's just, it's just the same thing with cannabis right. medicine. You can't just take out parts and do what you want. It's no longer a whole plant natural medicine. Mm-hmm. People are now altering. What, what am I trying to say?
2: Altering. Yeah.
1: Altering it and making it something else. Kind of like GMOs. Yeah. Kind of like making a genetically modified plant or seed mm-hmm. that doesn't die when you spray glyphosate on it.
2: Right. And I I think another kind of what you're getting at and what this whole ideology kind of brings, goes back to fleas is like you, you can't just do one thing that's going to get rid of them. It's a, it's, it's a whole lifestyle, but you know, luckily a lot of the things that we're doing that care for our pets holistically are already going to help to deter these fleas and keep them away. So, you know, it's a lot of different things that you can do and each one has their own kind of special effect in getting rid of them and keeping them gone. So when we come back from the break, we're going to go through all those different things and help you give some natural ways to repel fleas.
0: Yep. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk.
2: so it seems like a smart investment.
1: Look for Smart Pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at SmartPots.com.
0: Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardelino only on Cannabis Radio.
1: Hey there! It's a dog's life. We're back with Carter Easler, the hey. director of education for CBD Dog Health. Um, I know we just finished. I put it right here because I'm so proud of you, like, like mommy. You know, has to show. But Carter it, just mom. finished this, which is pretty freaking awesome. And those of you who are listening and can't um, see what I'm holding up. It is the College of Integrative Veterinary Therapy Statement of Completion certifies that Carter Easler has attended and participated in and completed the following course, Medi- Medical Cannabis in Veterinary Medicine, presented by <laughs> Dr. Gary Richter. One of our favorites. Thanks, Gary. So it's pretty awesome. Um, we're really proud of that because, you because know. Because
2: knowledge I, is power. And I taught him <laughs> almost
1: everything he knows, but... Um, nothing, nothing is more awesome than listening to a holistic vet, use it, recommend it, love it, swear by it, write a book about it. You know, he's, um, it's awesome. It's awesome that we have somebody out there that we can trust to learn the information. So it's awesome to be reminded, you know, absolutely.
2: I love talking to him when we were in California doing the healing naturally tour, you know, he's just such an advocate for, pet parents and for their animals. He really, you know, he's doing it so that people can have access to this really amazing medicine.
0: Um, And we have,
1: and what we have in common most is that to educate as many veterinarians as we can so that they understand how it works and that they feel safe. And so that we can regulate it properly so that vets can oversee it and recommend. And, you know, I just talked to Dr. Judy Morgan this morning about, you know, She's very good at getting dogs off of a whole slew of prescription medications and on to a more natural healing, let the body heal. Mm. And I said, well, that's great. And people ask us all the time, how do I wean them off this medication? Yep. And I'm not a vet, so I can't give you that information. Mm. And I say, go ask your vet. And they can't go ask right, their vet because their vet knows nothing about it. And some even go, nope, it'll kill you. It's
2: fake. It's, it's not fake. real. It won't work. Yeah. Take this Apoquil and, and feed your dog science diet.
1: Right. <laughs> that. The worst thing you can do, unfortunately. Those are people who are who want to make lots of money and don't care about your pet.
2: I mean, I want to make lots of money and I want to care about everybody's pets, you know? But you can do it
1: ethically. Yes, exactly. You can do it with real food and real medicine and natural things. Anyway, we're getting off the subject. We
2: are. We ramble. Okay, what were
1: we going <laughs> to talk about on fleas and ticks?
2: We're talking about natural ways to repel fleas, to get rid of them and keep them gone.
1: Yeah. So the, the first thing you have to remember is that it's a process that's probably going to last about a month or two um, because you have to repeat the process because as he said, you lay, they lay, yeah. they, no, you don't lay eggs, but they <laughs> lay eggs and then there's <clears throat> larvae and, you know, they, they lay the eggs on the dog and the, the eggs fall off in your carpet or bed or wherever. Yes. And then they hatch and, you know, you kind of kind of go through it all the time. And a lot of times the, the pesticides actually um, poison the flea, which then poisons or makes them that they can't um, procreate anymore. Mm-hmm. So it lives in the dog's tissue. So basically the pesticide lives on the dog's tissue. If Gross. it's one that you put on the back of their neck, it's on their all over their skin. So your kids get on it if they go up against furniture. I remember looking at it uh, back in the day. When I was putting it on Lucy and um, looking, reading the instructions and it's saying, do not get on your hands if you do immediately wash off. And I'm like, well, then why am I putting this on my dog if I can't get it on myself? I pet my
2: dog. Right.
1: I kiss (laughs) my my dog. dog, I rub my my dog. dog My dog dog touches my dog. (laughs) Right. So, um, you know, things like that is just common sense. (laughs) It is easy to give them a pill, but it's not it's not in the long run. So yeah. once you just establish that you've got the fleas, you've got to get rid of them. The first thing that you do is you got to give them a bath.
2: Yeah, give them a bath. You got to give them a bath.
1: You could um, put diatomaceous earth on them first. Mm-hmm. I usually do that to just go ahead and you know kill can you, everybody. Can you or explain to us it?
2: what diatomaceous earth is? Sure. Because it sounds like very, very cool.
1: Um, Diatomaceous diatomaceous earth is, um, it's basically like ancient algae Mm -hmm. um, that's been fossilized. It's called, they're called Mm diatomes and they're sharper than a diamond, but it's super, super, super small. Mm -hmm. So it um, basically, it scratches their ectoskeleton, Mm -hmm. the eggs, the larvae, whatever, and they dehydrate and die. Cool. So it is awesome. Um, It's all natural. It's, it also can be taken. And they can't
2: develop uh, an immunity to it.
1: Impossible,
2: right? it's all natural. It will always work on them.
1: Right. So a lot of times what people don't know is that they do create these chemicals that make the pesticides more powerful, and then they have to adapt them when, in Florida, for instance, everybody's immune right now to whatever it is that everybody's Mm. prescribing, so they have to actually change. Right. Um, Which, again, is going to be another shock to your dog's system of whatever you're putting in them. So you oh, like to them. just
2: cover them in it first so that all the fleas that are on there get kind of roll around in this stuff.
1: I do. And and then you know, you got you got carpets. Mm-hmm. you gotta clean all their bedding. you gotta yep. go outside where they poop and, and pee, mm-hmm. and treat the outside area, your porches, mm-hmm. their beds, wash everything in hot water so you make sure you kill them.
2: So yeah, tell us about, so we we wash our pet first and I think one of the things that I learned that's really important is how long you got to keep it on in order to kill them. You're not trying to just wash them off. You're trying to suffocate them, right?
1: Very good point. Yes, so um, flea and tick uh, shampoos are also very toxic and have Uh, a lot of chemicals. So we use um, at the groom shop, we use a Bio Groom, who makes a flea and tick, and Aromapause, which makes uh, one that they recommend, and they're all natural. And a lot of them use all natural essential oils um, that work wonderful. But regardless, if you've got a good natural shampoo, you're basically just need to suffocate them.
2: Yeah. So you just need to leave it on a while.
1: So yes, always biggest mistake I always make is you want to put a ring around their neck of the shampoo um, because they'll all go running to the head and ears and face. And then you have a whole bunch in the face that you have to figure out how to get rid of. Um, And then cover them head to toe, wash them just like regular shampoo because it is, it's wonderful shampoo. And then just keep it on there for about two minutes Mm -hmm. um, and they will suffocate and die. And then the essential oils will also help kill any eggs, larvae on them. And then, yeah, you just want to check their ears and face and make sure you get it all out of there.
2: So once we've washed them, we dry them off, we get them done um, I saw that you do like a rinse sometimes. Also, I
1: do like, um, especially for dogs that have an allergic reaction. Right, the ones to who, it. who
2: have itches, like Jolene, who yep. get all red because of the the saliva the of the fleas the aller- or whatever's.
1: The I. Uh, I swear by my um, apple cider vinegar and water mix. Um, It was
2: one cup vinegar to two or four cup, two to four cups of water, right? Water.
1: Mm -hmm. And if uh, if it's somebody that's got also some yeast, I'll even add um, maybe a half a cup of hydrogen peroxide. Oh, cool. Also, and sometimes I give them a little bleach job.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Have a little blonde dog. (laughs) It doesn't
1: really work that way, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, it is uh, also helps with dogs that are yeasty or maybe have a lot of little tumors or sores like that. I mean, I've had dogs actually, I'll put them in a little container and make them stand in it because Mm. they've had such horrible yeast and problems in their paws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And it is, every time I do it at the groom shop and I bring the dog out there, what did you do? Because there's an immediate response. It like immediately gets rid of, it gets really inflamed and then it calms down. And then it's like it heals it, seals it up, and then you dry them off, dry them with a the dryer, and then putting a soothe sap mm. in on the things. They're like new dogs. Wow. And their owners are like, What did you do? Yeah. But it's, they're all not, everything that I'm doing is all natural. Right. So,
2: and that's the apple cider vinegar is great because it also will balance the pH of their skin. It does. So that it's, the, the skin will just be in a better position to defend itself.
1: It's also something they can take internally, but internally, both. Oh, yeah apple cider vinegar and diet earth. You just earth. put it in
2: their water? Or?
1: Yep, you can put it in their water except my dogs can smell it in there and will not drink their water. Uh-huh. A clean bowl will sit there so I like to dilute it in some water and then pour it over their food, yep. which then they gobble it all up. Um, apple cider vinegar is awesome and awesome for so many reasons. Organic, um, unfiltered I prefer. Uh, Bragg's Whole Foods makes a good one. Just make sure that it's, you know, from a good source and you can trust it. And it works great inside, but it also makes them smell different that the that fleas don't like. So it's another thing that you can do internally. And the awesome thing about diatomaceous earth is you can also take diatomaceous earth internally. Oh wow! Um, as we know, one of the dangers of having fleas biting your dog is that your flea, your, the dog, the fleas can give the dogs worms, and they mm. have worms or parasites or things like that. So diatomaceous earth on their food or in their water or even all put it in a syringe and make sure my dogs get it. If they get constipated or stomach upset, it mm. works amazing internally right. also. But so. it can
2: be irritating to the lungs, right?
1: It is. So it's a powder. So it yeah. floats in the air. Um, so always make sure you get your dogs out of the room because this is what I use on my carpets. You're going to kill Ants, roaches, nobody can survive it. All the ones you don't like, um, they'll be gone. Um, But you just sprinkle it all over your carpet and it is kind of like a dust cloud. We always Mm. laugh because we're like, oh, (laughs) cocaine, your cocaine (laughs) stash. it's like a powder. Um, we showed in the video what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had any issues with it. I'm pretty careful when I'm putting it and letting it settle. You want to turn off fans so that it doesn't go flying everywhere. You can open up windows and make sure you get your dogs out, especially your senior dogs who maybe have some issues. Um, but once it settles, um, it's fine. I mean, I've been putting it on all my animals, my chickens. It's how we keep, um, bugs and mites out of our chickens. They actually take dust baths in it. So I've never seen anybody get irritated, but it is a powder. So you don't want it to, to inhale it if you don't have to just put a face mask on.
2: Right. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to be right back after this little message.
0: It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk.
2: Natural substances
1: produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on.
0: It's A Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man
1: who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The cannabis industry is evolving at a radical pace, progressing toward the Green Peak. Each week, joined Richard's Wiki, a cannabis visionary and entrepreneur, as he interviews experts from around the globe to discuss updates and evolutions in the world of cannabis. The,
0: the Green, Green
1: Peak, Peak with Richard Zwicky.
0: Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Good.
1: Right, we're back. It's a dog's life with Angela Ardolino, and I'm joined with Carter Easler from CBD Dog Health. Hey guys. Um, so let's see where where are we? Getting rid of the fleas. Mm-hmm.
2: We washed them. We washed them. We, we got rid of them. them. We
1: vacuumed them all up. Best thing is, is that I know you've heard. Oh, if you vacuum up the fleas, make sure you empty the bag so that they don't procreate in there. Yeah, they can't when there's Diatomaceous Earth in mm-hmm. there. So that's what's awesome. Another thing that's awesome about Diatomaceous Earth but and you do want to make sure you get food grade diatomaceous earth so look that up um, yeah i
2: have heard some people's critique is that oftentimes there's heavy metals in it you right. know there can be lead in it but that's you know you just have to make sure that you're getting really high quality stuff that's
1: anything um everything i think i pretty much recommend can be found at the healing naturally store where they only sell natural all natural products um, mm-hmm. so I know that they can find it there.
2: Healingnaturallystore.com.
1: But if, as long as it's a food grade and then look at the source, there's a lot of people who've been doing this forever, um, way before anybody knew what Diet to Earth was. But I use it in my garden. I use it as my, You'll, as you see in the video, I surround my house with it. Right, so. you can you
2: can create a barrier at all the places so you can just kind of make like a witch's chalk line yeah, almost in is. front of your doors, problem is, If anybody
1: steps in it, then you have little white footprints. So that does like happen. A ghost yeah, walks through prints, your house. A
2: little ghost dog you right. might see.
1: <laughs> so we're literally going through an outbreak right now. So it, we decided to videotape all of it. So I think we're probably, I think we're near the end because, yep. I mean, I don't, I haven't had any on me. I feel like Jolene's healing. And I feel like it's just blanch and patches nonsense. Right, the and ones who Maza are most susceptible.
2: Maz is just she's a wolverine. She's yes, always in the forest.
1: Always in the forest, so
2: she's just going to have them. But
1: there are <laughs> things you can do to <laughs> repel them.
2: Yes. Um. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the really great natural repellents that you can use because a lot of them are just kind of combinations of different essential oils. Right. Yep,
1: they are and. Like I said, you can put apple cider cider vinegar in their water to kind of get give off a scent. You can mm-hmm. also do that with garlic. Oh, yeah. Um, mincing garlic and putting it into their food.
2: And that's not toxic to dogs.
1: Not at all. Awesome. Um, again, you want to make sure that it's organic mm-hmm. and fresh and just mince it up. And I would say about a quarter uh, teaspoon on their food, maybe once every two, three weeks. Um, until, not before you know, so they're
2: going on a date. You don't want no, them to have garlic breath.
1: No, no garlic breath. Um, and their farts may be a little extra special, but um, it's it, it basically the oil comes out and out of their skin and goes up their hair follicle and fleas and ticks and mosquitoes. Hate it. Hate it and don't do it. So I've seen it happen in work. Again, we're just down to the two white dogs that we're Can we do to that start. to
2: repel mosquitoes and bugs and,
1: and vampires? I already
2: eat so much garlic. Though. I know,
1: I do too. I do too. I love it. I, there's nothing it's so
2: good for you. There's and better pets. than
1: sweating it out.
2: You're like, Ooh. yeah.
1: Can I bottle this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, anyway. so
2: so what what <laughs> companies do you like? Well, I see Wonderside everywhere.
1: Well, Wonderside is, um, I love for killing the fleas. So, mm. like at, at our groom shop, when the moment someone comes in, in the groom shop, and we have to take them out and groom the animal. The fleas are everywhere. So, we want to, you know, make sure it doesn't get everywhere and they don't that get is. into the shop. So, we literally create a barrier Wonderside. The mm-hmm. moment you spray Wonderside on. They go jumping. So right. Wonderside is an all natural. Kills them. Um, and it repels, but not for very long. Okay. Because it it's has a natural product. It
2: they're on there active. I think its main component is Cedarwood Atlantica oil.
1: Right. Um, I don't know if it, yeah, probably is. But you can do this with your own. You can make your own little uh, combination. And basically anytime you're going to go outside for long playdates in the grass mm-hmm. or walks or anywhere that you can just spray it on there under, basically all underneath. Yep. to kind of repel. Think about when they put their head down they're the fleas are seeking heat. All these bugs are seeking heat. Um so they're attracted by their scent and how hot your animal is which of course again can be controlled by their diet. Right. Um, yeah. So that's why diet is always so important.
2: Right. The difference between a cool and a hot protein something that's actually going to heat up their body temperature. Right.
1: But there's so many things that that come into factor that these right. are different ways that are natural ways mm-hmm. but Understand, it's going to take a process because basically, once you do it, you have to repeat it all over right. again. that
2: step—that's the last step, <laughs> and and you do all of it all over again until the cycle is broken.
1: But you have to understand that you're not you're not making your um, air quality inside your home toxic to you, your pets, your family. Um, so that's one of the huge benefits of it. When you're using this all natural things, you're killing dust mites. It kills bed bugs. Mm. It is, kills ants. It kills roaches. Um, and it's all natural. So, you know, every time I do it, I don't just think about that I'm treating whatever. I'm treating all the things that I don't know that are in there. And that are allergens to not only our pets, but to us also. Yeah,
2: you don't want fleas all around you, biting you and, and getting in your clothes and stuff. That's terrible.
1: It's really interesting also because before I did this, I had a um, parenting publication, so I always talked about chemicals and toxins and how they affected children and their behavior and how I had friends that removed toxins from their home and their child had... Come off the autism spectrum. There were no signs. Oh my god! He was rea- so story after story, and now I'm finding it's the same thing in the pet world mm. of whether they're attracted to fleas or disease or what is their diet and what is affecting them that doesn't allow their own body to fight off things. Wow! So it's a pro. It's a process, and I know it'll be easier for listeners to take it on, um, but you can find the video at mm-hmm. Um, I think we have it up on our Facebook group also, which on is YouTube. Angela Ardolino on my YouTube channel. Um, and you can comment and of course ask questions if you don't know where to get the stuff or how it works, but it's natural. So you can feel good about that and just understand that most things are th- that are super convenient and easy are usually really bad for us. So um, if you really do care about, going the holistic route. This is, it takes work. Nothing nothing worth having comes easy. So it takes work, but it's so worth it. I've done it and I've done it for years and it pays off. I, I said the other day, I want to keep a little sign that says, it's been, I have 11 dogs here. It's been however many days I need to count since I've seen a vet because my dogs are healing themselves. And I have lots of old geriatric, I had dogs that were sick, that had cancer, and they're all being supported. Their immune system is being supported. And so they're able to right. do that. And some of them are even repelling fleas. Not all of them. Because <laughs> um, genetics plays a role. Yeah, Even genetics plays a role. So there's so many things. So, but don't give up. No. Um, you, know, you can do it. You can do we it. We believe in you. We, we can believe in you. <laughs> I don't, you know, stay away from those toxic medications mm-hmm. and, ointment things you put on the back and the sprays. Remember you're inhaling that when you spray it, they're inhaling it. These are nanoparticles that go right up into their brain. So just keep those in mind and know that there's natural things out there that can help you.